Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to Hoops Talk with your hosts, Liz Lapp and Karen Yanko. Couple of girls who are crazy for ballers. That's right, basketballers, y'all. Here on Hoops Talk, you'll catch us bragging about our fantasy basketball league stat lines, obsessing about weekly lineups, and bringing you our take on the intersection of the game of basketball and the culture that surrounds it. Hey, hey, y'all. What? Hoops Talk and it's fire. Girl, it is so, I can't believe what's happened from our last podcast to this podcast. Just like what, it's been a week. It's been a week and there's so much. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to cover a lot in this episode. I feel we're going to be all over the place because I just, I have no focus. This has just been too crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No focus. <laughs> it's oh been God, a crazy no week. There's been the shit. You think you think, right? It's almost the end, and there's just so much shit. Literal talking about it. <laughs> Literal shit coming up. Yes, coming up later. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh well. Until then, some good let's shit. Let's start it off. Let's start it off. We're going to be uh, doing, of course, our. Uh, normal house cleaning and some updates so guys follow us we're on twitter we're on instagram at the hoops talking we've we've ramped up the social we're getting a lot of feedback we're getting some very cool uh people in our dms yeah making things happen yes um we're evolving we have growth yes in our podcast in our following so we're super excited about all of that um, so please uh, continue following us on social and then also subscribing and uh, f- liking and what have you so that if you know people that like what we're doing, share it, listen, uh, recommend. So that's that's kind of our regular house cleaning. Um, update. <laughs> we have some really big, big news Exciting to share. Exciting news. It's exciting news. It's been in the works for a couple of weeks now, but we have signed up and are joining the Good News Radio and Podcast. What? (laughs) (laughs) So we have been talking with uh, Michael and Keith and Jackie over at the Good News Radio. Uh, they are a local Los Angeles radio station and podcast creator platform. They have an app, um, the Good News Radio uh, app. And we are going to have a weekly show on Wednesday nights as part of the sports vertical that they are growing out. So we are one of the last curated shows. And yeah, we join Wednesday nights from uh, 6.30 to 8. And we're going to have the Hoops Talk. And yeah, and it's going to be a podcast. So you can listen to us, even if you can't catch the live show. But what's real fun is that you'll be able to call, interact with us. Live. Live. It's going to be a live show. Woohoo. Um, I'm nervous. Same. I'm not ready for live. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Stay ready. That's all we can do. I mean, we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have some peanut butter pretzel moments. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will say I'm excited because we'll be in a studio and we're going to be able to invite guests to join us, which is something that's a little more challenging when we're in our closet. Yes. Yeah, it's ho- already too hot for oh. one. <laughs> I don't think there's room for even a leg, another leg in here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's really big news. We're super excited. It's really great. And Keith and all those guys over there are awesome. Um, at Courtside Radio is someone who, you know, that's kind of who reached out to us. And we jumped on their show a couple times. And, you know, they have a great culture. Um, they're gonna, they're obviously gonna rule the world. I've listened to their vision and their goals and, uh, cultural and their values. And we both feel like we're all aligned. So I feel this is going to be fantastic. Amazing guys. Super excited. We're getting big. We're building an empire here. (laughs) We're super excited. So more to come on that. It's going to be towards the end of June. Um, and you know, we'll still have these podcasts and we have some other stuff that we're working on. So be on the lookout. You know, we are loving what we're doing. People are responding in a positive way and we're getting so much support. So thanks everybody out there, um, who's been, you know, listening and supporting and we just, we love you and we just, we hope we can keep growing and continue, um, you know doing what we're doing can't do it without the fans you know what i mean we can't do it without the fans (laughs) we cannot we cannot and we know the diehards out there we love you and even for those that um are new we welcome this is really a safe space for talk about sports yeah i love it safe space for sports all sports particularly you know women in sports as we are women in sports so hey Let's let's do this. Let's grow. We're excited. We're the wi- so. we're the whiz women, <laughs> women in sports. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll work on <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, join the hoops hive, and um, we got we're we're doing things. We're doing things. So thanks, thanks y'all. Um, also, um, as today is LA Pride, Ooh, yes. so happy, happy, happy LA, LA Pride. Pride. It's a beautiful day today, so I'm hoping everybody gets a chance to celebrate. Um, and I heard from one of my cousins who I gave a shout out to last uh, podcast episode, and he was like, "You made my night. I'm so appreciative. Aww. Thank you know, thank you." So that was really great, you know. Um, and I'll just continue to be an ally and learn and grow and, um, you know, hopefully keep uh, that LGBTQ, uh, you know, knowledge going. Support. Love it. Um, when do you guys have in your pride, Karen? Uh, I think you guys SF having Pride's a- at the end of the month. It got pushed. Oh, It used to okay. be mid, you know? mid-July. Hmm. And then I think New York and SF No, are- June. June, I'm sorry. It used to be mid-June. It's end of June, and I think New York, too, is the same weekend as SF Pride. Wow. Okay, cool. It's going to be a party around the world, girl. It's happening today here in L.A., and I know all of the closed streets and restricted areas. (laughs) I'm pretty much staying away from that. Uh, because I hate traffic and, <laughs> and I will love from afar. Yeah, it's, love from it's afar. already traffic there. And then, that, you know, with pride, fuck it. <laughs> exactly. So love from afar. Love to all from afar. Um, OK, so that was big news. Um, we're really excited. But there's another oh. huge story that 
we cover here on the Hoops Talk, and that is NBA. And uh, NBA finals are happening, unless, you know, you didn't know. And uh, the series currently is 3-1 Raptors. I'm I'm shaking my head and I'm crying inside. (laughs) Um, Over the Warriors, which I'm shook. (laughs) Shook it. I'm shook. Well, I predicted Raptors in seven. You did. But I... I wow. I wow. <laughs> wow. Wow ears. Karen, you are the resident warrior fan girl. Tell us what's happening. What's the feelings? What are you seeing? Well, we need the details. I mean, we could talk about the last game, right? It was Friday. Um, I was actually headed to a Giants game right like midway to the finals NBA finals game. So I got to watch the beginning half. Things were looking good. There was some good ball movement. There was good energy. But that's the thing. We always know the Warriors to kind of like kick it off on the third. And I think, I don't know, are they getting old? What's happening here? Because I knew for a fact, I mean, Clay was on fire. Things were, you know, he was back. Uh, Looney came back and I thought he was out the whole fucking finals like it there are some good things leaning our way and then it i went to the giants game i had my hulu live phone ready to go i'm watching to make sure foul balls don't come hit me and it was just devastating we could not catch up we could not that spread kept going from 10 10 10 12 <laughs> like, yeah i couldn't yeah. i it felt like I don't right now San Francisco is hot as fuck and it feels like a dream. Friday was a nightmare. <laughs> well, I will say that I thought that definitely the the Warriors run in the first quarter was pretty much what I expect of the Warriors. And I'm like, wow. These guys, they're back in form. Clay's back. They're feeling it. They're making their shots. And I got to say, normally what you see for when it, when the Warriors make a run like that on a team, the opposing team, they panic, right? And they get, they just start chucking up shots to try, hopefully try to like come back yeah. that, you know, drought for them. And these guys, these Raptors were just like, no, we're not going to panic. It's only first quarter. We we know about we know about these guys. We know how they operate. We're just going to keep going and we're not going to panic and we're going to just keep chipping and chipping. And finally, when they got that, um, they got the lead. They just were they just hung on and they weren't going to let go. And you could see that the Warriors were frustrated because, you know, they they're just I don't know, they're. It's just a different opponent for them. I don't know. It's interesting. It is. It, I think it is because the Raptors were in the. Well, Kawhi's new to the Raptors. One, mm-hmm. and then also two, because it's always been against Cleveland. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, and I think with LeBron leaving, there was a definitely huge shift in the NBA. Because even we were we were like, what's happening? Nuggets in the East? Like, you know, when we yeah. were looking at the teams who were kind of bubbling yeah. up to the top, it was a big, huge shift in the East. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, uh, I like I said, I actually on Twitter, I was I was tweeting and I'm like, wow, what am I seeing here? And what's going on? It's just it. It's so crazy to see because also the Warriors were strong all season long. Yeah. You know, Raptors were as well. Mm-hmm. They were a little under the radar. They were, I think they were, came in second, which is funny because no one, ex- the everyone expected the Bucks to win. Right, exactly. And it's like no one really wants to give these Raptors the chance. And Kawhi, I guess, is just that factor where he's like, I don't, the only thing I know is the win. I'm not playing hero ball. I'm not playing for the fans. I'm only here to win. That's it. Full stop. And I think that's what I have seen throughout these playoffs is what I keep saying is that look is that, you know, it's that I know what the stats say and I get all of that. But it's just when you see someone possessed with the only thing that they want to do is to have that win. You can't. It's hard to, uh, you know, fight something that is defying a lot of you know, what's supposed to be and what's supposed to happen. And even when they won that game and they went back to the locker room, uh, everyone was like, oh, no smiles, no laughing, no, like, jubilation. And it's like, yeah, they were like, well, we still have a game. We still have games. We're not going to celebrate because there's still games to win. And that's the kind of mentality that I have been saying that is the X factor in it because you could have a superstar like LeBron and he'll just take on the game and do like the 50 points or whatever. But this is a team collective mentality saying there's nothing but the win of the championships. That is our opponent. Our opponent is that that win. That is it. So I don't know if you saw that same going on with you. <sighs> there's a you know, I'm in my feelings right now. <laughs> I there's I think in and you know I'm not trying to be like blame it on KD but I just feel like there's this constant swirl around him coming back or not and not even just to the media within his own team there's something happening that I don't quite understand which I intuitively I feel is affecting the team's mentality which is causing them to sort of choke at these pivotal championship moments, right? To turn things around, to push past that breaking point that they've been able to do in the past. And so I'm leaning on some, some shit like that right now. Um, and I'm, I haven't lost hope. And here's why. In 2016, the Warriors came back from a 3-1 deficit. Um, with thunder and you know they're known to kind of come back from shit like this but it's it's this kd factor right like everyone's like oh now he's going to practice and he'll maybe game five but still not sure no one knows the extent you know it's been back and forth oh he's healthy and then he's not so there's a bit of a mind fuck happening and i don't know if that's for kd's benefit I don't know if that's a Warriors benefit and they're hoping to make it a very like dramatic, exciting finals to go into seven games and win at home. The very last game in Oracle. I don't know if this is a business move. I don't know. But uh, my feelings. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I get it. And I, I, 
I want to be here for you. <laughs> and actually, I've been really good. I haven't like been. I don't tease or nothing. I'm like, this is your team, so it's fucking tough for you, and I get that. So I try to be chill, you know, when we're having these conversations. I will say though that I agree that the KD situation um, ha- is maybe more in their minds, if not in the forefront, in the subconscious, yes. and because uh, that is something you know, it's a real thing. It's those types of things are real things, even though people want to say like. You know, I saw um, Draymond Green's mom tweeting that, hey, friends fight and that's okay, And they're over it. And if you don't if you're you're not human, if you can't have a fight with a friend and know that it was just that and move on. And it's like, yeah, that's I agree with her. But I don't like first off, I never heard about Draymond and Katie ever being friends before. Period. Yeah. Unless, you know, I mean, I'm not there it's like what i know from what i read right yeah. so i don't per i'm not a personal friend i'm not hanging with them yeah exactly so i don't know but you know uh, i don't like you see lebron hanging with a lot of the teammates oh. like you know you see him with mellow and kate yeah. and um cp3 and you see him with you just you see him in barbecues and you see him more socializing and I don't know. It doesn't. That doesn't mean you, that just because it's on Twitter or internet. I'm not saying that that is real. Right. You know, on both sides. But I didn't know of them like what their relationship is prior. I had, and then I, of course, they only blow up the fucking drama, right. the, the bad drama. But I also know that Katie is someone that gets in his feelings. We saw how he went after what was it, Chris Bassard over oh, that yeah. like tweet thing. He is an emotional person i mean you should and even there's nothing wrong with yeah and those videos of him in the tunnel when like the guys are coming back from the game or about to start the game he's all up in their ear like in a very like like i i get that he's like being a teammate and being like come on guys you got this but it's even in this very like bullying bullish way i'm like get the like you could even see Steph's face in one where he's just kind of like all right yeah 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 i got it dude like (laughs) i don't know I don't know. I think it's the KD factor for me. Um, and not in the but, way that everyone else wants to call it the KD factor, right? Like the whole, oh, they can't win without KD shit. Like, no, it's, there's this, he's this cog in the system and he can make it better or make it worse. And right now he's choosing to make it worse. Yeah, I mean, I did see that he was, you know, questionable for game five and and that he was practicing today with the team and hopefully you know they're working all of that out but I also know that on the flip side the Raptors have said because they know the depth of the Warriors they prepare for any rotation yeah like you know they're like ready they're like if they play as if Katie was available and was playing today yeah that's you know they all they always prepare that way and maybe because they are able to prepare in that fashion versus the warriors who are preparing with maybe I have this yes, guy maybe we exactly. don't have that guy you know maybe that's mm-hmm. like fucking with their mind because they just they can't say like okay I can rely on this and that again goes back to you know like coach you know Steve Kerr come on like you need to do something to help these guys get over that shit if that's really what's plaguing yeah. you know and I don't know. I I feel that the Raptors will um will win Monday. I think that they're going to take it. Wow. I don't 
I, I that's my feeling from what I've seen. If they continue the way they have, because you had that game where uh, Steph dropped forty seven. Yes, points. I know. Solo, no Clay. Yeah, no KD, no Looney, and he's couldn't. You know, and and as people said, now he knows how LeBron feels. <laughs> When LeBron had that 50-point game right. and they lost. He has to carry everyone <laughs> on his shoulders, for sure. And so, I don't know. I, 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 can, I can see with my eyes what I feel is going to happen. And I think the Raptors will. Plus, I feel like the Raptor fans are insane. Oh, yeah. That's, that's another great point you make. Because, well... One quick point I was going to make is, like, too, right? The Raptors don't have this drama. Like, we see Kawhi. He's a very, like, minimal, like, I'm not trying to get into shit except focus on basketball. Um, And that used to be a lot like what Curry used to be. Just this, like, basketball all day, every day. And then there's that fan factor. Like, watching the game and watching, even though it was like we were down in the fourth, there was still an opportunity to bounce back. 10 minutes on the clock and yet you see these fucking whack ass fake Warriors fans leaving the stadium not even being there to cheer for that final push like it used to be called Roracle and it's Boracle now girl it's just so (laughs) quiet it's and you know that clip that you tweeted that whack ass that stupid ass Lakers dude who was trying oh, to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, pretend yeah. he was Larry <laughs> yeah 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 and I'm like why are Lakers fans I get it it's the NBA finals right but man like in order to see these finals now it, it, it's not authentic fans there it's people with money regardless of their affiliation regardless of what team they care about and they're not going to gun it and they're not going to cheer and give this energy to their home team because that's not their home team. But you better believe the Raptor fans are. I mean, this is the first finals for them. Yeah. They yeah. are lit. Yeah. It's just yeah. like signage, red all around. Um, like you just feel that energy through the TV. Like that's a huge factor, man. That's environment right there. That's a huge factor. And that's why in my mind, like them going to back to Toronto tomorrow tomorrow, and, you know, again, like if they just said Katie is out, like if they just the whole finals. Yeah. Yeah. Just get rid of like this whole questionable thing. That's what's fucking with you. For sure. For sure. You know, because it's just like with anything. Let's say you were interviewing for a job and you're waiting for them to come back to you. If you made it, you know, like, oh, well, you know, pending the process. And you're just like, you know what? Did I get it? Did I not get it? Yeah. Like, just tell me because, you. you know, yeah, it's like all those whenever you have that gray area, it gets really it can really weigh on yeah, you. It could fuck your you brain d- for sure. You don't know. You don't know what it's like for them. Then what team are they going to show up with? You know, yeah. so. I think the Raptors have a stake in the ground. The team has the stake in the ground. Nick Nurse has a stake in the ground. The fans have a stake in the ground. And they're like, this is what this is going to be. And this is who we are. And this is how we're going to do it. And I don't think the Warriors have that this time around. Hence, I've been feeling that the Raptors are going to take it in seven, I said. But 
it could very well end on Monday. I would love to see it continue, to be quite honest with you, because we've seen some phenomenal uh, basketball. Yes, yes. And I love the game. And for me, I'm just like seeing that and the way they've been playing. I mean, I know we've talked a lot about, you know, what the deficiencies are with the Warriors, but fucking Kawhi Leonard. He is a silent sniper. I don't like. He is a like a fucking Terminator. Oh, I mean, he's just like one. My one thing is win. Yeah, that's it. He's in kill mode. Yeah, that's real kill mode. Clay, Clay. if you were wondering what real kill mode is, I know that's I the he what he put up 30 points in that last game with zero turnovers. Zero turnovers, Karen. Fuck. And he, he, they said like after the, uh, what is it, game three, he went yeah. and watched film. Yeah. Probably just did it all day, all night. Yeah. He, he probably didn't even yeah. eat. No, I'm sure he didn't. He is driven like that. And like, even when you see him at the podium, like they ask, or someone asked him, what, what do you think this means to the fans of Toronto winning? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you ask a Toronto fan? He's like, like, <laughs> like I think Kawhi's on that. He's on the spectrum, girl. You know what I mean? Like, he's just laser focused and really good at ball and like nothing else. There's no other like, bre- yeah. like maybe breathing. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's ball is life. That's it. Yeah. He embodies it. Ball is life. But I still, that's it. I still, I still believe that you know the Warriors have a lot of money. And that's how fucking Looney came back from a fractured fucking collarbone. They just bionic. No shit. I bet they just like, he's like cyborg. They just stuck some like titanium steel and then booted him up with some fucking ego blaster (laughs) in his bloodstream and then gave it a go. (laughs) Like a Frankenstein. Basketball Frankenstein. I don't know. Oh, they couldn't figure how to do that with KD though. That fool, so. no, he's, that little motherfucker's trying, see, the fact that his own teammates <laughs> don't know his status, that is some mindfuck shit. Like, him and his agent or trainer are trying some shit, some negotiation bullshit, probably on the back end, like, okay, we won't leave Golden State, or like, this whole, like, I'm gonna hold off, and then be this Captain save and like, you know, three games, three games in a row bullshit, watch. I'm laughing because I'm loving this conspiracy theory that you have going on. <laughs> but I don't want, I want to support you because I love you, but I'm just like, you're crazy. I know. Well, I'm reaching, right? Like, listen, my hope is small. There's hope. But like you said, no, your, hope is, yeah, your hope is big. They have the skill set. It's the passion that I'm not seeing. That's the problem. Yeah. I yeah. don't see the fire in the eyes like I do with the Raptors. And speaking of fire in the eye. What? <laughs> or or more like fire colored oh, blood. Shit. Oh my god, Fred? Fred Van Vliet? Van Vliet. Okay. <laughs> Let that Can we talk about that? Is it time? Okay. No, let's do it. Let's get into <laughs> it. This is we're we're just gonna do all the finals. <laughs> all the finals all the right finals. now. All the finals. All the finals, because let me tell you, when I saw that... Oh, girl. Also, how many times do I have to see a replay? 
of him getting I, I felt like hit it was with the elbow. Five minutes of replay <laughs> and close-ups of his of the how the blood was just bright red coming off his fucking face like a river. Literally, cry me a blood river. That was like some fucking Game of Thrones oh, death right bro. there. Oh my god. I almost tweeted out that after when this game was over, I'm all this was their red wedding yeah. game. But oh my what god. What I still don't understand is how do you go from like blood coming from your eyeball and then missing a tooth? Where were you hit? <laughs> Where was you hit? <laughs> that tooth was already gone. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> That tooth was like all needed to go to the dentist or something. Yeah, because it hit him on the eye, but his tooth like what? Uh, but the man. the best part of that though was how the cameraman found the tooth, zoomed in, <laughs> and they but no one else on the court, not the refs, not the players knew it was there. They were still playing, and then that was crazy. And the announcers were like, you know, kudos for a great sleuthing job for the video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cameraman. I mean, seriously, it was a smooth 10 minutes of every going. Everybody say, like, where's the tooth? Get the tooth. Get the tooth. Oh, my God. Just the tooth. Just the tooth. No, <laughs> oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. my God. That was, that was pretty oh, nutty. Oh, but that Drake cover, though. Oh, my God. When they did it. If you guys didn't see it, it's like they did his cover. Uh, which album is that? I forget. I don't even fucking know. The n- and it's his profile. And they did Van Vliet and a Blood Eye. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. So good. I love the internet. <sighs> I'm telling you, the internet's so fast. So fast. Um, what else? So we already talked about the KD drama because I have that here in my yes. notes we we're going to talk about. Um, so as you were saying, he was cleared for practice and he's questionable for game five. Um, oh, shit. Oh, you, you want to get into that? You can. I'm ready. You you know, I have a lot of okay. thoughts around that shit. We can leave it at the end because we. I mean, so Drake also trolled super hard after that game with the yay area Instagram story, which, oh my you know God. what? Like he is. He's living the good life. I don't even know what the fuck he's going to do on Monday's game. Like, he might come up all Beyonce style with, like, a drum band and <laughs> or maybe pull up his on his, you know, Jimmy wheelchair. I don't know, but he's going to go crazy. Jimmy wheelchair. <laughs> he he's going to go nuts. But, you know, he's he's been at even the games here, right? They The NBA just doesn't, they just told people not to put him on camera or what's the deal here? No, I don't see him there. Oh, no. So I'm hearing he's been, but like they won't put the cameras on him. The NBA has banned televising him. Well, they can't do that in Toronto. Yeah. So he's right next to the bench. Then you're not going to be able to show the coach. Yeah. He might be. Maybe he's in like a suite or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he'd rather be up there. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. But oh, he also has to probably not be fully. Like, he has to be incognito or he's going to get his ass whooped. <laughs> let's, think about, let's think about this. Because the Bay Area bans Drake music That's during right. this time. So You know what? He's probably like, I can't. I'm going to get my ass beat. So I have to stay off of the court yeah. from these fucking warrior fans. Yeah, like I have to have the private suite because my ass going to get beat in the Bay. Listen, we're not well, Canadians. I- we're not nice over here. <laughs> Well, 
truth because, I mean, you heard what happened to that woman who was with B- Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, my God. That was insane. Uh, oh okay, so... I saw that happen. So if you guys didn't see it, what happened was that Jay-Z and Beyonce courtside the Warrior game and there was a woman sitting next to Beyonce and she like leaned over and kind of was over Beyonce and was asking Jay-Z something and the ho- everyone went crazy because Beyonce, she didn't really, I mean, she just didn't look pleased. Yeah. Um, you know, she's kind of was like had a big smile and then all of a sudden went to like no smile mode, uh, similar to what you've seen Kanye West do as well. Um, and then so the whole Bayhive went nuts and started doing death threats to this woman. And I saw it. A lot of people were like tweeting like, oh, she mad and Becky with the good hair and lemonade and all stuff. And I, you know. I, for a hot minute, was going to tweet something, too. I like some of the tweets that were funny or whatever, but then I didn't because I'm like, you know what? I don't ever really know what's going on yeah. with that shit. You know, you don't ever really know. And I'm like, I'm going to start. I don't want to be part of this, like, lunacy. And sure enough, that woman was like, no, nah, they were my guests. I was asking him for uh, what he wanted to drink, and it was too loud in the Oracle Arena, so I couldn't hear yeah. him, so I had to lean in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So she had to delete all of her accounts. But what I thought was kind of funny was that she was like, now I know how it feels to be cyberbullied. Oh, my God. Please. How do people do that? And I'm like, you don't. She's the I Warriors owner's wife. She is Joe Lacob's wife. She does not. Please. Oh, please, bitch, you do not struggle. Yeah. Did we not see yeah. those knee high fucking gold boots? You do not struggle. I was kind of like, yeah, I see what you're trying to do do but at the same time it doesn't feel very genuine like it's like you know she it was like she's like oh i i had to drink tap water instead of bottled water you know like that yeah, kind oh, of yeah. like i don't feel sorry <laughs> for her i mean, Be- I mean Bayhive was a little out of hand because it was funny to talk shit about it right like yeah it was funny to talk about how beyonce's face changed but like Knowing someone who sits with folks in a row and then someone starts to lean over to talk to someone else, I, to me, I'm always like, oh, this is an awkward moment. Like, <laughs> I can't lean forward like I was. I got to back up. Someone's face is all up near my crotch. <laughs> Am I about yeah. to fart right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And those, those, you know, those seats are tight and I can get it. And it was just, it's just, it plays into a lot of what we you know, the narrative yes. between like Beyonce and Jay-Z and her music. So it made sense. But, you know, no one is a, no one should have death threats. No, yeah, exactly. That's I mean, stupid. the Bayhive needs to relax on this. I mean, you know, and, and I think like Beyonce's PR came out and said something, their head of PR. And Beyonce didn't come out and say anything. And to be quite honest, Beyonce she doesn't have to. to really come out she and say anything. It's not yeah, like she told them to sick her. It's not like yeah. she said, oh, come on, fans, get this woman. She just had an awkward... Yeah. That bitch was probably fucking tired. Yes. You know, tired of the goddamn camera. That's why she had to do the fake smile and then go back to her RBF. Like, everyone got RBF. Like, I... Ah, I do. Shit. I mean, we all do. Yeah, exactly. And... Everybody mis- mistook her RBF for like this woman. Uh, it was just it got. And then again, going back to like what some of the focus. Like, let's not focus on that shit. Yeah. Like, there's so much stuff happening. We don't really need. I-, I don't know. I was just like, I can't believe that we're having to deal with this so Beyonce stupid. situation. But whatever. So that one, that was another courtside warrior situation. But the big one, oh, big one, 
which I have here. Huge. Is the Kyle Lowry and Mark Stevens situation. So to set it up, Kyle went to dive for the ball and he landed in the front court, in the front uh, row of the courtside seats. And Mark Stevens, who has uh, some ownership of the Warriors, reached over two seats because two seats to shove Kyle and say something to him. And Kyle was kind of like, what? Like, don't touch me. Like he was trying to tell the ref. Good. And and then they continued to play. And at first, like I, I, JVJ, he was like, well, you know, the, he ran at him full speed. And, uh, and then later, actually, in uh, the Friday's game, JVJ, because they discussed this, he was like, hey, I was wrong. I made a mistake. Yeah, you he, did. He didn't, you know, he didn't. Uh, run into him and he doesn't deserve to be touched. No one deserves to be touched. So he talked about that. And then, you know, uh, they asked Kyle about it and he said, you know, I am playing. I should not be touched. That guy is at a line. This fan is at a line. And then LeBron tweeted out about like, hey, you know, like this. uh, Everybody was pretty much with the fact that this type of treatment is out of line. Out of line. The guy he, you know? the guy that Kyle, Kyle Lowry literally landed on, hugged was like pretty much holding him, like, "Are you okay?" and patting right. him on the back. Right. And he he's the one who got fucking rammed into. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, and then you know we tw- we we mentioned this in social media too, but the big thing I think it was a false equivalency to say like, "Oh, well, Drake gets to touch people" because someone said that, and I'm like, it's not. The fucking same it's not to be same. quite honest uh, giving nick nurse a massage is not the same it's not the same for and also i do believe that the raptors paid drake i think he is part of their i don't know mascot or something yes. like that he is also friends with the players you know he's actually goes out and does things with the players he doesn't touch opposing team players he doesn't touch players that i've seen he gave nick nurse a massage that everybody lost their fucking mind about he hasn't done that again but it's not the same as someone pushing. pushing. It's like if someone went into Mark's, someone said if Kyle Lowry went into Mark Stevens' office and pushed him, he'd be arrested. He'd be totally arrested. He'd be beaten. Probably, yeah. He'd be beaten and dragged out because he's black. Yep. Full stop. That's why I just said it. It it The whole situation, which I, I feel like the media missed out, is that shit was plain racist. This is a fucking VC capitalist from the Bay Area who owns a part of the Warriors. And at first they were just going to tell him he couldn't go to the rest of the finals. Fuck that. This guy is making money off an NBA team. He is making money even if you suspend him for a full year and fine him 500K. That ain't shit. He is going to continue to make money off black bodies. That is fucked up. And I think that motherfucker, they need to take away his ownership. Yeah, I agree. And ban him from the Bay Area. Fuck that fool. That's my yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, I I was like, wow. Like I think everybody agrees with that, and I think that well, not everybody. I shouldn't say that. There were some people that were like, hey, you know what? It's not you know fans. All fans matter or whatever. You know, that's the thing. He's not a fan. If he was some regular Joe schmo, sure. But this guy owns part of the Warriors. He's a leader. He's supposed to set an example. He has one percent. He's like in the top one percent of the people who live in the Bay Area. That's some fucked up shit. 
That's scary. I will, yeah. I will say that basically this man does not know how to be responsible for his access. Nope, exactly. Privilege. Um, mm-hmm. And his privilege. And he feels that owning part of the team means owning the people on yeah. it. And owning people in the league. Yeah. And, you know, that is, um, to your point, the there's they've been people have been priced out of going to warrior games and hence you have what you have in this new like wave of fandom i feel that them moving into san francisco is not going to make anything better it's just like when the niners moved to their fancy new fucking levi stadium like oh god yes the curse of that and it's just going to get worse and i i would rather be a fan like back in the day with the Warriors where they weren't great and like I could get $20 seats and just enjoy myself and enjoy the game than to have it turn into what this is. Because at least yeah. then as a fan, I could go watch. Yeah. Yeah. They're making it really difficult. And this guy, I mean, it was like almost the crux of all the things that are wrong right now yes. with what's happening there. Yeah. You know, it's this entitlement, this access and this privilege and the irresponsibility of what that means. And really, they should be doing more to uh, I think the guy should be banned from the NBA. He should have his ownership stripped. Agreed. Agreed. And let that be. And from WNBA games. Can't even go to those either. Just take him away from basketball. He is not. He does not understand. Like, how can anybody feel that they could put their hands on somebody yeah. else. I don't understand that. Yeah. Just that basic. That's yeah. just a basic That's a idea. basic shit. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we could go into all of these issues or whatever, but I don't know anybody that thinks they can put their hands on someone. I, I just, we could go on, but it's so hot right now. I just try to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to get go off. I'm going to sweat my balls off or something. <laughs> You did you 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 did go off and it was good and <laughs> I know that was going to be a big one and um, in, in the end to wrap the NBA finals I think we're ready to wrap this yes um, I'm still sticking with my Raptors <laughs> well they're not my Raptors the Raptors I should say my Raptors sticking with the Raptors and uh, Karen is uh, she's a believer yeah I'm a believer I'm still going to go with Dubs but this time to seven because I did my predict was six. Yeah, and I said Raptors and seven. So, guys, keep your hands off of other people. Yeah, please keep your hands um, off my my draws. <laughs> and uh, when we're back, I I think we want to talk about WNBA. Yep, I got some updates. Yeah, all right, and we'll be back. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, we are back. back. And we're going to switch gears and go into the WNBA because it is happening. There's like five games on today. I was like, and three of them were on the same time. I'm like, the fuck? That's not. (laughs) That's not. uh, The NBA wouldn't do that. (laughs) I know. I'm like, don't make me choose. These are all great teams. But I did. I watched the New York Liberty and the Las Vegas Aces and Liberty won. They had a 17 game losing streak. So they finally like 
cut that and they and they won and they did a really good job. It was really fun to watch. Um, but yeah, the WNBA is awesome. I can't tell you how awesome it is. It's been great watching it. Um, I have been a huge fan, uh, you know, as I've been following the LA Sparks, but also, um, so, you know, my husband is from the, you know, New York, New Jersey area. So he said he's going to be an LA Sparks fan, but he's kind of rooting for the New York Liberty. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been teasing him about that, but it's just fun to have like, you know, to keep watching basketball and these women, these athletes are just, they're amazing and it's been great i actually uh watched that um 8 a.m game that they had recently yeah it was it was early but i watched it it was fun um i have so in the standings right now my sparks are currently number six and i'm hoping with this loss to loss with uh las vegas to the liberty they're they'll be improving um, they are 3-2 right now, and I don't know who they play next, but I know they have a home game coming up, and we're probably going to go to that. And there's 12 um, uh, teams in the league. So that's, you know, they're with how they're ranked. And my favorite spark is Chelsea Gray. I love watching her play. I think she's just naturally gifted and athletic and seeing her handle the ball, doing the passes. You know, I bought a T-shirt from Aww. this. Uh, yeah, from this place, branded T or something like that. I'll, I'll wear it, show it off. But yeah, her. I've just I've just really enjoyed watching her play. Um, so. I want. I do want to call out the NBA League Pass app Oof. for being problematic. Okay. Oh, I yeah. I have my own <sighs> issues with NBA League Pass in general. But what's up with the well, app? <laughs> okay. I mean, we you and I work on apps. You know, we we've been working on them for a while. So I know that. When you have a team working on an app, they have to prioritize things, right? Um, And I get it. And I know all about scrums. And I know all about, like, you know, all these these different things these engineers say. First off, if you just took the NBA League Pass app and you you reskin it with a WNBA app, you'd already have a better app than you do now. Yeah. So just just saying that right, right off the bat. Okay. I know that's possible. There might be some coding things you have to do. So that's one. Secondly, the NBA League Pass costs $199 for the year, or you can get a team pass for $119. Yeah. The WNBA League Pass costs $16.99 for the year for all league and $9.99 for the team pass. So can you already tell why one app is superior than the other? Yeah. And, you know, and the NBA League Pass is not that great either. Like, it fucks up a lot, too. The best app that we've purchased is the MLB League Pass because my husband loves fucking baseball. And that he's like, if they could all just be the MLB app, we'd be happy. So with the WNBA League Pass app, um, if I am watching it on Apple TV and I just open the app on my mobile, it it logs me out. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm just like, the fuck, okay? Also, um, you, the, it, it's so clunky. Like, everything, like, I'm like, do I sign in? I'm already signed in. Why is asking me to sign in? And even on, Ugh. I mean, 
look, I understand. It's, it's frustrating because I really want to. And other thing, too, it's like, you know, a lo- local games are blacked out, which is fine. I, well, local teams. So L.A. Sparks yes. are blacked out, which is on the you have about League Pass. The thing that bothers me, too, is just like, what if I'm on the go? What if I can't be home? Yeah, that's and what, I want to watch it. Yeah, that's why you would I mean, get it. <laughs> that's one big situation why you would get it. Yeah, I was like, whatever. Like, you know, there's all that could be like just programming situation, you know, because local stations, whatever, they want their paper too, and I get it. But the other thing too is like the inconsistency of the sound. Like I try to hear one game and it's so low on the Apple TV and then another game is I maybe that again has to do with like where they're broadcasting from. But all I'm saying is that if you can remove more friction, I will pay more monies because I want to watch a game with less friction yeah more engineers yes whatever you need take uh, take it from the nba i don't know just please do something about the app i don't you know if i i'll pay more i think everybody will pay a little bit more you could get like a better i don't know (laughs) but we've worked with apps before and the apps that we've worked with that are free are even more superior than the one than the wnba wow yeah like we play fantasy uh, basketball, and the app that we use is free, and it is better than Damn. the WNBA app. Fucking Candy Crush is right better now. than the WNBA app. <laughs> I mean, literally, they just added stats to the WNBA app, oh and it was God. like huge feature benefit announcement on Twitter. That's fine. Like, I don't want. I I want to make it better. I even know someone on Twitter started to try to do a thread. So it's like, put here everything that is wrong with the app. It's just frustrating because, like, I want it to be so good and I know it can be. So please, please, can we take a moment to try to find some resourcing for the app? I know how apps, I know how the teams work on these apps. I've, we've sat in with these product managers. We get it. But, like... Adding stats, I don't know who asked for that. Like, did did anybody say, like, when you listen to consumer research, were they like, we need fucking stats? Or were they like, we just, don't, we just need it not to log me out? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, why don't you wait on those stats till we have a, like, much more stable <laughs> environment? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, let's prioritize what, like, actually needs to happen versus what you want to add on you know I'm, it's just uh it hurts me and i want it to be better and you know what i'd love it for the for them to have a fantasy game because i would play Girl, um fantasy wnba i don't know did i i feel like we covered this already a few times but like i keep talking to folks at work because you know listeners you know that liz used to work with me we work at you know we worked with yahoo sports and fantasy yes. And I'm so mad that why do we focus on like even the dumbest fan? Like we want, we're our teams are willing to build the dumbest fantasy games around obscure <laughs> sports and like golf, and yet we won't even focus on the WNBA <laughs> or the actual world like women's soccer World Cup. Like I know they're better than the male team. I yeah. <laughs> 
And that shit just pisses me off. Yeah, it's a huge missed opportunity. Like, because I would be playing it, you know, or, and you know, like we said before, a fu- when people are gamblers, they don't give a fuck they what you're going to gamble on. They, they don't. don't. They they will gamble on the all oh, those stupid prop bets like oh will his shoe fall off or will it yeah. stay on like it's so stupid what they'll bet on so just build WNBA people will bet on it you want to be all sports betting add that to your fucking sports exactly. you'd rather build horse racing than you want oh, the WNBA it doesn't make fucking sense doesn't to fucking me make sense to me I don't get it I don't get it I, I'm like whatever whatever but you know what we're talking about it now and I hope more people talk about it and they need to get on it and the coverage is there the fans are there the supporters are there we're here we're there so you know what let's make this happen because it's important i've seen so many great stories on the wnba where you see these young kids you know girls but also boys that are like you know hey you they can see they go they watch it they see these athletes it doesn't matter it's basketball people yeah i don't see why you got to make such a big deal about like that it's women it's basketball it's basketball dude period and i don't know i'm just i want so much goodness in this app because i've worked on apps and i'm like i know you can do it they could do better i know you can do it (laughs) you guys could do better I mean, if they're trying to say, well, we're trying to keep the cost down so that people will do it. It's like, you know what? If you make it good, people will pay. Yeah, exactly. That's just dumb. I know. I know. Business I know. And when you have good marketing people, you know, fucking hire me. I will do your social. I will do it. Yeah, because like that, like strategy, like you guys, like it is, you have so many pieces of the puzzle. Trust me. Just like you could do it. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. I love it. But first, deal with shit to stabilize the app. Thank you for the stats, but I want a stable app. And that's my app, TED Talk. Thank you. <laughs> that's all I had for the W, except for, um, you know, always the coverage is great. And Miriam Swanson, who um, she is uh, a journalist. She covers uh, Clippers and Lakers. She covers everybody in, uh, in the Los Angeles region, uh, L.A. Sparks. Um, I've really enjoyed her coverage. Check her out. We follow her on Twitter. She follows us. So other than that, you know, like, let's keep going and we keep watching and uh, let's go WNBA. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> go ladies. Um, let's see. What else? You Should we just jump into the uh, social around the yeah, hall? Let's do it, man. Uh, I'm loving this first bullet point, baby. Yeah. So my first bullet point is Keanu Reeves. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, that's correct. Because I've, I feel Keanu Reeves. Twenty nineteen is the year of Keanu Reeves. It, I agree. I, I mean, he is in everything that I want to see and have and own and feel and touch. I love this with him. Resurgence. Okay. Um. First off, I've been a huge fan of the John Wick franchise. I was a huge fan of the Matrix. Yes. Franchise. I was a huge fan of him in Speed. Oh my Point god! Break. Totally. Um, fuck. Lake House, not so much, yeah. but you know, <laughs> Sweet November. Was, nah. Uh, nah. Yeah. Okay. So they're not all greats. Okay, they're not all franchises. But I, I, you know, Bill and Ted, you know, that kind of stuff. He was just like so dreamy. 
he was part of that whole pack that I just like, you know, River's Edge is actually a really good movie. It's pretty serious. Um, he was in Dracula. Parenthood. Oh, my God. I don't care what anybody says. That fucking Bram Stoker's Dracula with him and Winona Ryder is fucking good. It's the best. Okay. The best. I actually enjoy that. Yes. I, I just saw Wine Country with him and Winona Ryder again, which was a really interesting. I mean... I, I dig him. He was in always. Uh, what is it? Always be my maybe. Oh my god! What a great cameo of him. He was himself. so good. They said that he ad libbed so much of it. Oh my gosh! He's oh, he was so hilarious. I was crying, I, laughing. I punched with, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that movie's great. It's so uh, you fun. Know, okay. It's a fun movie. I'm not going to say it's fucking great. Yes. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. So please don't be all like, oh, well, the plot. Okay, no, who gives who a fuck? Like, you want to laugh and a, a little tickle and a slap? Yeah. Go fucking watch this. Get off my case about that tickle it's not Oscar award winning. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, yeah, I loved it because it had, it, it felt like a mirror of my childhood because it took oh, okay. place in the Bay. You know, they played Bay Area artists. Dan the Automator and um, yes, uh, Lyrics Born helped write all the Hello Peril songs with Randall Park. So cool. It was just it was just so cool. All those little snippets. Like I don't know if you noticed, like DJ Cubert in the background. Like there was yes. a lot of like small little cameos here and there. It was just really fun. Yeah, I thought it was a fun movie, and Keanu just nailed it. Nailed it. And he just recently, he's going to be in a a, a new video game oh. for, for Xbox 360, and I believe it's called Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah, that's coming out in 2020. Okay. Yep. And he w- he made an appearance at the Xbox conference. You could see it on Twitter. And he is talking about the game. And at one point, he was like, being in the world that they create is just breathtaking. And someone from the audience yelled, you're breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> and he yelled back at them. He's like, no, you're breathtaking. And it's just like... My literally, uh, my heart melted. Like I was just like, "Oh my god, I love you, Keanu Reeves." Oh so, my god, I love Keanu Reeves. On my other, my personal account, uh, Twitter, I tweet a lot about Keanu Reeves. I <laughs> just think he is just—I don't know—he's someone I've always thought was so dreamy, and he—he's a little bit emo, and I don't know. I just find him so cute and adorable and so and he, I that's why I put him and down. And he's so versatile. I agree. You know? I he, agree. He does comedy. He does action. Mm-hmm. Action. Mm-hmm. He does romantic leads which I'm not that fond of but I like when he combines <laughs> it with comedy. <laughs> well, I'm sure you know, he he does it all. He does a little all. bit of everything. Keanu does it all. He does it all for me. <laughs> so yes. that's all that matters <laughs> right matters. here. Because it's my fucking podcast, so I'm power co-host. Shit. And Cat Reeves is going to be part of my s- social yeah. uh, around the horn. It is your podcast. We're going to talk about what we want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know what? If you are a fan of Keanu Reeves, um, tweet at us something that you love about him. And tag him, because, just in case. You know, get some... Yeah, get, oh, yeah. Get us in his DMs, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Ooh. Um, so, yeah, so... I just want to throw out some love there for Keanu Reeves. Um, what else do we got going on? Oh, so 
you know what? I'm going to switch to the um, one of the bullets that's a little more lighter, keeping it light. Um, hashtag NBA Twitter uh, flew out some of our friends, uh, including Josiah Johnson and John Nichols, to go and cover that last, I think, game three. I don't know if it was four. It might have just been three. So it was fun to watch them. You know, those are some guys that they're consistent. They, um, you know, started their own brand. They've really worked really hard. They keep working hard and they're so supportive. Like both of them, like they're just really great to like have good conversation with and, uh, you know, try just, I don't know, just brainstorming. And they're very, um, they are supportive and they've always just been really great to have, you know, to just talk to about these types of things that, you know, they've built on social and how they've built up social. And so I was so happy to see that Twitter flew them out and they were able to like have this opportunity to cover because they are some of the best, better basketball uh, coverage on Twitter. You know, they oh, don't yeah. take themselves too seriously. Sure. Um, Josiah is like God, NBA God, when it comes to some of the the content that he's creating, and he even puts himself in it in costume, and he does all these voices. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say, like, I'm so proud seeing them um, doing, getting the due that they deserve, especially from Twitter. And I just hope to see them continuing to glow up because they're they're a couple of my favorite dudes Aww. on. On the medium, so love it. That happened. Did Josiah um, not do a, a mic up of Beyonce? <laughs> I felt like he should have done a a mic up of Beyonce, Jay Z, and uh, Joe Lacob's wife. <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't think he did. He's been focusing a lot on like yelling uh, LeBron at the Warriors game in the Oracle Arena. <laughs> this dude. Uh, Okay, what else? Oh, I'm gonna. What do you think about this clay making these big ball motions after that three pointer in that game? You know, clay is on THC all day, every day, <laughs> right? Am I right? And I feel like, or CBD. And then the minute the game's done, I see sw- he probably pops a big one or smokes a big ass doobie and then takes interviews. And you're like, bruh. <laughs> Someone asked me, like, what do you think about game five or something? He's all, my dude, I don't even know what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. (laughs) My dude, I don't. (laughs) Oh, my God. Clay forever, okay? I hope it becomes a Laker because then I will have that right here in L.A. all the time. That's amazing. Your comic relief. (laughs) (laughs) He is just, oh, boy. Oh, my boy. I, but I, don't you feel like, too, like, <laughs> is it because it's finals and it's just two teams at this point that we can look at a lot more detail of the, the fuckery? But, like, I think I so. felt like he was quiet all season and then suddenly it's like, play well, all He day. had some gems. He had some gems. Like, Wimber, when he said, like, when they lost that game to the Clippers and then he had to jump to the Pacific Ocean so that he could get, uh, like, alive again oh, i don't know he God. mentioned something about that yeah this and then guy. he he was wearing that parka i mean there's just so many layers i mean drake's photo of him <laughs> with a bunch of what like i don't know it's like three Fuzzies, girls and like he's like fucking... shirtless <laughs> i can't or, I mean, he's like, he can't listen to the R&B songs of Drake because he's in killer mode. I mean, it's 
just precious. It's I love him. Precious. I never want him to not be on the internet. <laughs> I just I just can't. Like he's just too precious. So you gotta he was show, really upset. You gotta show me this big balls motion. Like what what is like he's like Oh, he did no, no, he put his hands down by his balls and like cradled did like a baby, like cradling a baby. You didn't see that? No. It was like he did like this. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to show her. I'm trying to show her he, my hangout. You sure he wasn't trying to floss? <laughs> no, because he was holding it, like cupping, like two balls in his hand. Oh my god! I mean, personally, if his balls are that big, I do believe he should get that checked by a doctor. That's elephantitis. <laughs> Yeah, I think that might be something problematic, but it don't matter because they didn't win the game. So whatever. I mean, he's got to put those, tuck those balls back into his pants. Yeah, somehow. maybe his balls bounce out after a jumper. I don't know. <laughs> you got to watch it. He like does this. It's like, it's essentially like when you cradle two babies at the same time, but down by your crotch. I don't know. That's the Interesting. motion he made. Okay, I'm going to have to study this film yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Um, you know what? I'm gonna move this one to sweaty and petty. The the one, the big one. Yeah. The big post that I have here. Because I wanna switch it over to your fashion. Fashions. Who saw that? Fashion. What was that? Game three? Was that Draymond's game three outfit? He oh, he yeah, wore I believe so. He mm-hmm. wore a three piece baby pink blazer with jorts. That had patches on it. We got to talk about jorts. I mean, it. I don't want to talk about jorts, but we're going to have to talk about it's jorts. It's summer. It's getting hot, and we need to talk about jorts. We need to talk about jorts. It's, what do you want to say about jorts? I have a thought. I, I don't mind jorts. Okay, so I went and did some research on jorts. I went and looked up, like, is there some sort of history of jorts? Like, how did jorts happen? Like, what like what happened? How did they, the jeans... Because, you know what? I always thought jorts were jean shorts that were above the knee. Oh, I always thought of jorts as the ones that were, like, men's capris. <laughs> okay. Uh, capris go down almost to your ankle, yeah. though. Yeah, like mid-calf. Okay. Mid-calf. Yeah. Those no, those aren't jorts oh. because the shorts is above the knee. Yeah, any short, any pant length above the knee is a short. But when it's made out of jeans, it's a jort, and that will include like any. This is what I found on the internet. Okay, it'll include any any jean material that's above the knee cut to be like a short. Because, you know, there's, like, Daisy Dukes, I guess, would be considered a jort. I don't consider it a jort. No. What I consider a jort is anything that's a cut jean, like, right above the knee or maybe, maybe mid-thigh. Or where you're, it's cut above the knee, but then you roll it to maybe mid-thigh. Like, yeah. that maybe yeah. could be a jort. Well, I always thought jorts was, they started off as jeans, as pants, and got cut into jorts. Okay, but... Where what length? It doesn't because a Daisy Duke. So is a Daisy yeah. Duke made out of jean? Is that a jort? If they originated as jeans, as pants, yes. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is any 
original jean material yes. that's cut above the knee or a or more yeah. is a jorts. Yeah, because this okay. is my thinking. If jean shorts, right, denim shorts mm. that were made into shorts directly fit and are cut to be shorts. Mm. But when you just get something that was cut to be pants and then cut it into shorts, it looks like a jort because it don't fit right. Because <laughs> it was built right from the bottom down, like the Got waist it. down to be okay. a pant, not a short. I don't know. But, my logic's fucked, but you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I did research and what I found on the Internet is that a jort is any type of short that's made out of jean whether you cut the pant and make it a short or you prefabricated okay. bought it from like the levi store or wherever you buy your jean shorts so do you think hence men, jorts do you think men should be wearing jorts um have you seen a good pair of jorts on a man no never same <laughs> never and, i've never been like wow and I can appreciate the fashions when I see like a blazer with like dress shorts, but I still right. don't get it. To me, I think School of Rock. Oh yeah, when I see yeah, a blazer yeah. with shorts well. on a dude. Okay, on a dude. Yes, I I think okay. So I'm thinking to myself, if I saw someone like Crims, uh, what's his name, Thor, yes, Chris Hemsworth, yes, if I saw him in shorts, I, I mean. We'd still make out, but I would be disappointed. You would take the jorts off. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to have him take the jorts off before the make out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If he was obvious. shirtless with jorts, I'm not going to be mad, but you best no. believe I don't want the jorts then. There's no point. <laughs> the, jo- the jorts got to, they literally have to like combust off his body because <laughs> I'm not... With the jorts. I mean, because look at Hulk. Hulk wears jorts. Oh, my God. And see how they originated as a pant? What? Into shorts. No, 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 no. Because the Hulk is not originally wearing jeans. He's wearing, like, some sort of, like, uh, khaki, which is purple, which is weird. Oh. Isn't he wearing, like, purple khakis? In the original (laughs) comic, it's purple khakis (laughs) that get ripped into... (laughs) Shorts. <laughs> above <laughs> they the just knee. get above the knee. So they just become like more of like a cargo short. Yes. Why purple? Right? I think it's just the, it's the, it's, you know, when you think about illustration and color theory, it's just the green's opposite of purple, right? Like that's. I guess whatever, but just doesn't make sense in the real world because is he wearing purple khakis then? I mean, khaki is a color, so he's just wearing purple yeah. pants? I don't know because I'm looking at wow. screenshots from Avengers and it's jorts. really okay okay so in real life he's wearing jorts but in the comic it's purple yes (laughs) purple Purple pants pants. (laughs) all right cool um okay so jorts i i don't i did not like that outfit draymond was wearing. no i didn't either and it was mostly because of the jorts and Draymond. Well, yeah. I mean, he, as if you listen to the podcast, he's not my favorite. <laughs> An open mouth is never a great accessory. You know, the ones that just stay open. 
Yeah. And did you see how much he was complaining? I mean, okay, I'm not going to go back to the finals. Like, no. We're on jorts now. We're on jorts. A much more important topic. (laughs) Much more important. Um, So I'm going to say, I mean, but the summer is happening and men do need shorts, some shorts, but I don't think you need jorts. Not jorts. No. No. And it has to be cut right. I don't, yeah. I don't like these like shorts going over the knee. What is this? <laughs> you mean like the Ben Davis yeah, type of right? <laughs> I feel like we know someone at work that wears those. Probably. And they look like <laughs> men's capris. Yes. Uh, they're more like no, they're more like a palazzo pant. Oh my god. Or where, you yeah. know, it's like it's wider legged. Yeah. <laughs> Wide leg. Over over the knee? No, baby. It's definitely... Uh, no. There's nothing that can... Nothing. No one can look good in those. No, no. Maybe Billy Porter. I'm oh, sure Billy Porter different. could do it. To me, you a gay He's man... He's style. He's style. You can, do, style. You can wear anything. <laughs> He's style. He is style. I, he is style. I will say that I... Yeah, it's... You know, and mm, I don't mind shorts. Like, you could wear, and to your point, like, it needs to be, I mean, fit well, what have yeah. you. But the jorts, I'm just, and, you know, if uh, someone can try to change my, I'm not, like, I'm not putting my foot down that jorts are bad. I'm just saying that I, at this moment in time, with research that I've had to do because of Draymond Green, um, I'm not a fan. That's it. I, I'm not a fan of jorts, period. <laughs> so I can be persuaded Karen cannot. Jorts are, a, they shrink my ovaries. It don't make no one, <laughs> it don't make me go, ooh, yeah. Uh, okay. Karen, okay. What, do you have some other I just, basketball I, fashions that you want I, to talk about? You know, about? just from looking at our fashions, these finals, I just, from the walk-up, I, I just want to um, nominate uh, Zaddy Serge Ibaka mm. as yes. fashionista of the finals. Yes. I, I don't know how you feel about that nomination if you want to second that. I want to second it. I want to second it. He, um, one of the, uh, what was it, the last game he was at did a post-interview with Kyle Lowry and he walks in and Kyle's like look at those pants they're so tight you can't even sit down (laughs) (laughs) and he was wearing the tightest pants and this leather jacket that was smooth as smooth and one of his hats and I was just like oh "Oh, babe baby Mm, mm, mm. and he had a good night on the court he did I was gonna say (laughs) he was looking really good in many ways skill set and face set like I was like Mr. Ibaka Yes, absolutely. Sure, you know, he Ibaka. might be he might be one of the only OKC team to actually win a championship because if you think about it, Serge Ibaka was on the team with Harden, yep. uh with Russell yep. and with uh Kevin Durant. KD. So he might actually have one of the... When, actually, no, Katie's one. Yeah, so Katie already back. has his yeah. rings, but... Yes, Interesting. but maybe Serge is the next. Could be. I know you don't like that. I don't like that. I like Serge Ibaka. 
<laughs> Give daddy Which, what he wants, but yes, I... <laughs> well, another thing, too, you guys, should... Uh, Serge Ibaka has this cooking show on YouTube. What? Yes, okay, but it's not like what you think, like a cooking show. What he does is... He has his teammates come over and he cooks them something and he cooks them. No, no, no. It isn't sweet because he cooks them like really weird foods and interviews them. So he had Kawhi Leonard come on his show, his YouTube show, and he served him, uh, I think it was bull penis pizza. (sighs) Yeah. And the thing was like, okay, so if you think about it, like I'm not. Look, all I'm saying is, you know, being, and you probably too, but being Mexican-American, having, you know, your abuela cook for you, you see a lot of things that looks like the Natural History Museum being fucking cooked up in your house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Tripe, fucking. I mean, really, I mean, was there really any point that you had to make cow stomach lining a soup? Yeah, bile soup. It's actually kind of good. Oh. I don't like it. I do. That's one thing I won't. I won't do. Another thing is tripas. Have you ever had tripas? What's tripas? That's guts. Oh, That's fucking your chicken, intestines. Chicken guts or beef guts or no, pork guts? No, beef. Beef, goat. And I've had a version. you have version. to like clean them? Yeah. No. I've had I, a version. Sorry. Uh, brain. They fucking, oh. my grandmother used to have make brain. Yeah. Tostada. I'm like, mm. no, grandma. Like, we got shit. We, like, you don't need don't, that. Because we don't waste <laughs> any bit of the animal. You know what I mean? You don't need that. You're in a you're in a better country now. I know. You don't need the scraps. <laughs> yeah. You don't need the scraps, girl. I shouldn't say better country because it's actually not. But what I, sh- what I mean, mean to say is we have, like, we don't need to, like, boil the bones, which now is a hit, right? Bone broth. But, like, when I was a kid, I'm like, Grandma, I just want a hamburger, like a McDonald's. Like, I was dying for that stuff. And so I've seen a lot of crazy shit being boiled and thrown in on a tostada, which I now love. Like, lengua is one of my favorite things to eat. So Serge makes these things where you're like, okay, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, bull penis, whatever. But he doesn't, like, even, like, he literally, like, pulled it out and laid it on top. Like he doesn't even cook it. He just like slices it. Oh, he cooked it. it. Like he couldn't even even slice it. It was just like laid on top. So when he lifted up the thing, it was like a bowl, like wrapped on top of this pizza. I was like, okay, all right, yeah, it was not pleasing. Um, But anyway, uh, so yes, so Serge Abaka has his own YouTube, and I second your fashion uh, finals. I love it. I think I'm gonna have to check that YouTube out, man. Oh my god, you should. The Kawhi one's really funny because, well, they're all good, but that one's just funny because you know Kawhi is very like reserved person, right. and so it's just funny to see him. Not I and mean, they eat it. They eat it. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> anything? Anything else on your basketball fashion? No, for no. This? I think we're ready for break ready. in our next segments. I love it. Okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get sweaty and petty and hand out some time out. We'll be back. And we are back. We are sweaty and petty, literally. I felt like the whole episode. 
Also, it's so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> what, what, how many degrees is it in L.A.? It's not that hot in L.A. It's just hot in my closet, but I think it's like in the 70s, but you're like I'm in hot. 85 right now. We don't know what to do. You know how it is. That- no one has A.C. over here. I know. I know. That's pretty, pretty gross. Ugh. Yeah. Well, ugh. Blech. We have at least a swimming pool so we can jump in. I know. I do, too. I'm about to go after we oh, record, smart. man. Good, good, good. All right. We got sweaty and petty. Um, I mean, right away, Drake. Uh, he's the king of sweaty and petty. He's the king. I mean, he just, he goes level up, level up, level up. But there's is it a level up or it's just annoying? I am not, I still haven't reached annoying yet. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, but I could see how others could have reach the level of annoyance i don't know are you annoyed no i mean it's like it's not annoying but it's also like okay <laughs> that's it like <laughs> i hear him or i see a video and i'm like whatever <laughs> yeah i know that last one where he's all yay area yeah like trying to like, fuck it <laughs> I mean, the problem is that's a that's a dig on E40. That's not a dig on the Warriors. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny. Unless he was and, on Yay. You know what I mean? He was just trying right? to rap. <laughs> well, I think he's going to be um, in hyper overdrive uh, next game. So, Oh, yeah, he is. Like overdrive. Um, Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And, like, to your point in the last episode, you're like, you know, they all go out afterwards. They're going to have fun. They're going to be at a barbecue, whatever. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I mean, he has, we mentioned it, too. He has his Katie and Steph tattoos on his fucking arm. Like, what a... I know. And he, that, who gets the tattoo of another man on his arm if they're not lovers? I don't... I, you know, I think he doesn't like he wants to be everybody's friend and now he's really putting the stake in the ground i don't think you can go back from that so whatever (laughs) he wants to be a troll be a troll troll. own it own it own it i mean he he is definitely in a different league of trolling because he got access he got the money at least he's using a troll which i think is funny I'm down. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did that yay area and he's who like I said, I don't know what he's gonna do next. But he's definitely a sweaty and petty dude. I don't know. Who what out who what else? I thought I put down and I don't really know if it's sweaty and petty, but like the um Kawhi Leonard, um, they just did a story on The Athletic by Jason Jenks that talks about when he was in college, like when he was in high school, college, and how you should go check it out if you can on The Athletic and talks about the board man get paid and like other sayings that he would say, like buckets, buckets, buckets. And I just thought that was just really funny because people are constantly trying to find something about Kawhi and they like someone wrote, um, how Kawhi uh, probably gets home after a game and sits down and eats dinner. <laughs> and, like, his family's like, hey, how'd it go today? And he's like, oh, you know, just went to work, you know, kind of, like, saying, like, he doesn't really talk about much of anything. I don't know. I, I think it's funny. He himself is like, I don't need social media because everybody says everything anyways on social media Stup- about me. Stupid. Just kind of true because, like... Uh, all the stories that come out about him, he doesn't need to say anything. He doesn't. And 
It's like we say, we don't got to explain shit to nobody. He's just playing his That's game. Right. He's just doing his job. Why does he have to, like, <laughs> talk about yeah. it? Why does he have to, like, hang out with people at the barbecue after? Not a... He's... Yeah. I I mean, I don't want to say unusual. I mean, that Spectrum. is maybe... Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely special, and I like yeah, it, and I'm okay way. with it. Not in a bad way. Yeah. Geniuses are like that. He's definitely got a, a high basketball IQ. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, what else? What else is going on on Sweaty and Petty? I, you know, I don't even know, man. Honestly. Oh, I got one. Oh. I forgot. So, here's one. This is what I want to talk about. So, the... Um, Derek Fisher. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Tweeted out on Instagram after the L.A. Sparks, um, I believe they played the Lynx. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, And he tweeted out a picture of them all in this. It looks like a, a subway station with all their luggage. And he said, so after a hard fought win on national television at LA Sparks are back to reality that these women are not being treated like the best athletes in the world exclamation exclamation hashtag facts hashtag has to change hashtag come on now Aww. and you know that's a really good point he does he makes a great point he makes a great point I most of the players, I would say, I would think, also they have private jets. You know, they have they have team jets. Team jets. Um, and they all fly. To, uh, I guess the governing board of the WNBA has everybody uh, flying uh, commercial. So that's what you're seeing here. And that's why I also something. So I'm re this. I'm reading from. Uh, Janelle Griffith's uh, story for U.S. News that I saw on the internet where I thought this was interesting. Let me see if I can find this really quick. Did I not print it all out? Oh, here. Here we go. Um, Sorry, my like... Oh, listen to this. The average base salary for WNBA player is about... (laughs) Girl... $75,000 a season and a maximum is $117,500 according to the Indianapolis Star. That's how much they make a season per player. That's it? Yeah. $75,000 a season and the maximum is $117,500. Dude. I... (laughs) Have you seen um, What Women Want? The one with Taraji Henson. It's kind of like no. it's, it's not a remake of the Mel Gibson one of what what women want. It's like um, it's her version. It's like what I think it's what men want. So she gets she she meets Erica Badu at a bachelorette party. They hire they hire this woman who's supposed to be the spiritual reader psychic, and it's Erica Badu in her like essence. Mm. And um, she gives her some fucked up tea. And then does some shit, and then she goes clubbing with her homegirls, and she, like, bonks her head, and she can start hearing men's thoughts. <laughs> so what's what I love about this movie is that she's a sports agent. 
and she wants partner, but she keeps not getting it. And she has the top, all the top gold medalists in the Olympics and Lisa Leslie. And the problem, though, um, in one of the scenes is there's like this rookie and they're all doing this like basketball cover shoot for like Sports um, Illustrated. And, you know, she put it on contract that Lisa Leslie was going to be front and center, right in the center of this group shot. But then, you know, and it's funny because I think they were they were kind of mirroring this like rookie and his dad, his eccentric dad as like the balls, you know, like Lonzo. Oh, got it. Yeah. And he was like, my son's the best. I give him the best smoothie in the morning. He's going to be in the front and, you know, whatever. And Lisa's line in there was like, I am like, uh. However, however many times MVP, mm. all-time leading scorer, Olympic gold medalist, like all this shit, and she goes, and you're telling me I'm not getting the center spot, and she, <laughs> she brought up such a great point, right? When you even just look at the paper, the resume of these mm. women, and then you're gonna not put them in comparison. Talk about a fucking like salary gap there. Yeah, Whoa. that I did not like. This story, which was high, you know, it was about what Derek Fisher uh, posted on social. You know, it it still continues to highlight the discrepancy and how we're not just in sports, but just all over the pay gap, you know. And there's a difference between like, you know, I've always said like, you know, if you have people come in um, that will take the low money, right? Because right. You'll have people that are brand new and inexperienced or they have very little experience and then, you know, they will take what they get because they're just happy to have the opportunity. And so that kind of fucks everybody that is trying to get like what we all should be making. Earning, yep. But this is coming, we're coming in with these players that have had the training, who have had the athleticism, who have, I mean, they've made it to the WNBA because they have what it takes to be a premier athlete. The best of the best. So this, the best. So they're putting that all out. And what they're saying is that you're always just going to be inferior and we're going to treat you that way. And you're going to fly commercial. And it's like almost like, you know what, we can support it and talk about it as much as we want. But until you have their leadership, like actually starting to make the changes, because you have Adam Silver, right? Yes. On the NBA side. Yes. You know, I was, assu- I don't, I'm assuming he also sits on the WNBA. I'm not quite sure. Uh, like yeah, we have to do more research than that. Yeah. But it's like, how, how does one say like, okay, here you get this and you get the, not even close i don't know you're in po- if you had that salary in the bay area you're in poverty that's not even that is poverty <laughs> that's so fucked up and that's a fucking season okay that's a season that's like that's why they have to go play overseas yes. where they make more money and they get injured and they can never recover because they're not making a living wage with what they're getting paid here. And yet they're playing at the top level. It's, I mean, you know, he pointed that he's trying to make a point there. Let's see, you know, I mean, it's, but also we need more people. Isn't it even more cost efficient for that many women and other people of the team, like coaches to just get a private jet? Like, 
Isn't that more more yes. cost efficient? So what the fuck? It is. It is. Like that's what's fucking crazy to me. There's it's jet just like rentals. It's not hard. You don't, the WNBA doesn't need to own their own jets. They can just rent them. <laughs> right. Like literally me and my husband were saying we're going to get a group of people rent one for uh Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. You know, because we're just we're here in L.A. and and we're like, oh, look, we could probably get people to rent this jet as and it would be the same or less than trying to fly commercial, a little bit less of a headache. Is it a luxury for us? Yes. Only because we're we're thinking about a special thing that we want to do, whatever. But we looked at the rates and it would be more cost efficient. So I would assume for these WNBA teams, it would be more cost efficient if they just had their own private team stuff. Hell yeah. Or fuck, use the fucking planes because I know the Lakers aren't in the fucking uh, finals or the playoffs. Thank you. Use their fucking planes. I don't think the Knicks are in there, so fly them around in that shit. And, you know, on top of it, when you think about it, MSG is where the Knicks play, right? And is what where they show Knicks games. So why aren't they showing the Liberty games on there? Exactly. And remember, I was like, I was, I was pleasantly surprised that the sparks get to play at uh staples you were and they're also their games are shown on spectrum which is the channel this the spectrum sports which is the channel the lakers are on fucking disrespect man and i'm and some dude who wants to argue don't at me about how the fucking wnba season is shorter suck a dick I know, seriously. Because there's not enough money being put in to have more teams in order to have a longer season. Yeah, because guess what? They have guess what? They have to have a short uh season so that they can go and actually make money somewhere. Eesh. Because they ain't shit making shit money where they're at now. Yeah. So they have they're like, please, I love the WM basketball player, but I need to go somewhere else to make money because yeah. I ain't getting paid yeah, here. This is just summer this is summer camp, baby. Oh, it's just so I I mean I'm glad that Derek Fisher did what he did. It made He's an some national news. Yeah. We need more people but to do that. But it sucks that it has to be a man to point that out, even though women That's have right. been pointing it out for how long? Oh, it is. I mean, you know what? This is fucking tale as old as time. <laughs> tale <laughs> as old as time. <laughs> the beauties uh, against the, the societal beasts. You know what I mean? Total beasts. I'm like, whatever. It's just... It's it's exhausting. It's exhausting. What else do we got here? Is it is it timeout time? I think it's timeout yeah, time. Yeah, I think we I have two timeouts time out. each. Oh, you have another timeout? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You want to go first? Yeah, because, you know, we didn't talk about poop gate. <gasps> oh, my God. That's sweaty and petty, yeah. dude. Yeah, so. Okay, no, we got to talk about poop gate. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys heard that it recently came out. During the finals, when uh, Paul Pierce is up on this on on the podium with Chauncey and Jalen and Michelle Beetle, and he made a confession that the reason he was taken off court in a wheelchair in that finals eleven years ago, because the the crazy thing about it is he was brought out in a wheelchair, which usually doesn't happen, right? Usually, you even if you're an injured player has something wrong with his legs. He's wobbling. <laughs> like a wheelchair is like severe. And yet then like literally a few minutes later, he comes popping back on court, like all good. No one knew what was happening. And he confessed that he just had to go to the bathroom. And so all this speculation around Poopgate is that he, his ass pooped in his pants and needed to <laughs> sit 
on it so you didn't see shit stains as he was walking off the court. <laughs> now, the reason he's in my timeout, because this motherfucker confesses this shit and then tweets back later, sorry to bust y'all haters bubble, but the only shitting I did June 5th, 2008 was on the Lakers. Whatever. Yeah, time out, Paul Pierce. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to confess something so good and probably so true and then rescind <laughs> and renege. I don't think so, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry, sis. You gave the real tea yes. and now you're fucking embarrassed that you were all shit stained. Give me a break. You are a shitter of your own pants and you, yeah. you are a liar, liar, shit pants on fire. <laughs> You are full of shit, comma, PP. <laughs> oh, he fucking said that on national TV, mind you. Yes, like NBA this finals. This was a national, a national yes. TV. I'm before like, what? Like, Michelle Beadle was like, can we change this fucking subject? Why are you talking about your shit stains? Like, sis, oh my God. Oh my God. Like... I, you know what? I don't care what he says now. I will forever. Ever. Yeah, it's shit gate. It's poopoo gate. It's poop gate. He, you shit your pants, Paul Pierce. It's dude gate. Full it's stop. It's doo gate. Yeah. <laughs> they say though, a lot of players end up taking shits on themselves or peeing on themselves during games. Okay. <laughs> I don't know nerves or. I. They're very. Are they like? Oh, I guess they're straining. Well, is it a technical if they just get off the bench and go through the tunnel to go take a shit? Like, uh, <laughs> you know what? It's probably all that fucking sports drink or oh, some shit, shit like that. Yeah, or like some pre-workout or like whatever. Yeah, yes. Uh, drugs. Yes. Adrenaline. You know, yeah. Because I'm not going to name someone, but I know somebody that like they are, they have to go to the restroom like four or five times before they can actually start their workout because they got the pre and the everything. They're like hopped up. I don't know. They've never shit themselves, but I'm just saying like, I mean, I just, I feel like I want to shit myself before I go to the gym because I just don't want to go to the yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like stress, right? Like the butterflies in your stomach from stress or anxiety. I'm like that too. Yeah. But I'm not on the treadmill shitting myself. It's not my career. I'm not a basketball player. <laughs> Paul Pierce, you shit yourself. Period. Period. <laughs> Done. Next. Don't don't try to fucking slither up that turd. Yeah. You did it. You're a shitter. Time You're out. Total timeout. In the shitter. <laughs> Take a timeout in the bathroom. Uh, so there you go. That's a good time. <laughs> you have another one, Carrie? Yeah, it's just back to Mark Stevens. Uh, NBA, I'm as a fan, um, and I I ask other NBA fans, please, we got to do something. Let's boycott this shit. Let's tweet this shit out. That motherfucker should be stripped of ownership. Like he should not be allowed to make any money off any of these NBA players that are making him money now. Like that is ridiculous. That's it. Ted Talk. I agree. I <laughs> I agree. I agree. I a hundred percent agree. Um, my, I have two timeouts. One is leave Kawhi alone. <laughs> Just leave him alone. Like, 
he does not have social media. He probably reads a lot. Like, he's become like folklore. Like, all of these things, they're starting to, like, write fucking Johnny Appleseed songs about him. And, like, there once was a man named Kawhi Leonard. You know, it's, like, all this, like, weird ballads of Kawhi Leonard. And, oh, you know, oh, I heard he killed a man with with a toothpick. or You know, it's, like, all this stuff. And it's just, like, I need y'all to time out. Leave him alone. He's trying to win a championship. He he just wants to play basketball. You know what? Not all of us have the gift of gab. Not all of us have, you know, this, this flowy, charming essence that, you know, allows us to be speaking publicly. I know a lot of introverts. Um, Karen is a little bit of an introvert. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Our other colleague who was also on my team was an introvert. And... I am an extrovert. So I read a book called, you know, The Power of the Introvert. And what I learned was the best thing I can do is give those people space and time so that they can uh, then, you know, really have an assessment and and be able to show like what they know. They are not people that are going to be coming out and screaming and getting all hollering. And and so I guess for me, I have a little place in my heart because I've worked with people that are introverts and it, it's it's so tiring. Their threshold for this stuff is so low that any it just it, it, they get overwhelmed. And I, I just see Kawhi. He just seems like he's just like, guys, like. I don't know what to tell you. I like to play basketball. <laughs> I want to win. And I can be a fun guy, but you got to know me. And just uh, so I want to give everybody a timeout. Stop. Leave Kawhi alone. <laughs> I mean, you didn't bother him that much when he was on the Spurs. I don't see. I didn't remember all this, this shit when he was with the Spurs. So leave it. Just leave him. You know, it's like it's what happens, right? It's the superstar mentality. They want more from him. They want to know more now. Like, you know what I mean? He's he's in the spotlight. So people want more because they want to write more. They want to break that story that no one has broken on quite. Well, you know, I'm whatever. Like, I get what you're saying, but my timeout is just everybody timeout. Yeah, I agree. Leave him alone. Sure, (laughs) Leave him alone. Let him. Okay, no, maybe I say no, bug him so his game's off. <laughs> I think it's too Terminator mode to, like, be bothered right now, but this is me. The Terminator. Uh, um, I also want to give a timeout to the Bayhive. Um, I love Beyonce. She is just iconic, legend, everything. Legend. But And I understand fandom. I knew a girl in high school who used to love the new kids on the block. She would wear a jacket with all the patches and the buttons. And she went to every show and she was on the fan club. And I know and I myself have been, you know, fangirls of things, too. But it's one thing to celebrate how much you love what the person is doing. It's another thing to throw hate on someone you think caused some strife, which wasn't even there. For sure. Yeah. Like you made it up in your mind, right? That's a sign of like societal illness that if you make up stories in your mind and then you go on social media to, uh, you know, try to 
have death threats to somebody from this fake narrative you've created. You are not Beyonce's friend. You're not her personal friend. You're not her family. You don't work for her. You're a fan that's there to appreciate her and her authenticity and find empathy and find sources of enlightenment or, you know, things in her music and her performance and her family. And I get that. So I'm not going to say that that's wrong. But what I'm going to say is when you then turn that joy that she brings you to hate to someone else, that's too much. So y'all, Bayhive, I love you. I am, I don't wouldn't say that I'm in the Bayhive. I'm Bayhive adjacent. Yes. So I will say I have to give you guys time out because that kind of shit is just that's too much. Just stop. And that's my time out. I love it. I love it. Well, kids, this is the end yeah, of this time podcast. Out for us. I need to go fucking lay in the pool or something. <laughs> we are looking forward to the uh, game five. We have our predicts in for that. And again, we thank you all for listening. Pray for me. We pr- pray for Karen. <laughs> um, we are super excited about the Good News Radio. And you'll be hearing us live soon in the end of June. Uh, more to come there, but that is happening. We have signed. We are going to be rolling. So live shows coming to you soon um and as always just make sure to um you know get us on the instagram get us on twitter at the hoops talking um right now we're on spotify and itunes subscribe review all that good stuff and you know as we're heading into summer you know there's some stuff coming up so um as always you want to make sure you're going to keep it Sweaty. Sweaty. <laughs> and Daddy. Oh my God, so sweaty. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>